Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I proudly bring you out of Studio 212 in the heart of Seattle, Washington. This is Physical Culture Radio. I'm your super dope host with the most, Greg Jones, at Coach Greg Jones, Instagram and Facebook. And this episode number 41, we're going to be talking about preventative medicine and preventative care, uh, complementary alternative medicine to the Western medicine that we're probably most comfortable with and have been exposed to in in probably what your health insurance provides if you don't seek out um, complementary alternative medicine. So the whole continuum of preventative medicine is to live in a disease-free state. So what does that what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, if you have an absent absence of symptoms, an absence of anything going wrong in the body, deficiencies, imbalances when you get uh, your uh, physical every year or you get your blood work up or you have any kind of symptoms and go in and they test for different things. What what this does and, and the big difference between Eastern and Western medicine and complementary alternative medicine um, and working with naturopaths like I do is in Western medicine, if some something breaks and then you fix it and sometimes things are irreparable, uh, people get. Um, not, not that there's certain diseases that you can take a bunch of vitamins and just not get, um, there is a genetic link to certain things that we get. Uh, there is definitely, you know, the hereditary thing and, um, from your family, you can get a lot of different things, you know, coronary artery disease, diabetes, um, colon cancer, a lot of different things uh, run in families. And um, if if you, with the Western continuum, what happens is um, as you go along in life, uh, most people will have signs and symptoms of something on down the road as they get older. Now, it could be anything from, you know, gastrointestinal problems stomach issues, skin issues, uh, behavior. Um, and, and if, if you wait for these things to get to a boiling point and then try to fix it, sometimes it's too late. Sometimes, uh, a, a penny worth of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So, what this philosophy does is you basically are preemptive in your checking out the body as you get older and making sure that you don't have imbalances and hormones. You don't have any deficiencies in vitamins and minerals and everything is running up to par. So you get complete CBC uh, blood panel of, you know, if you're a guy, male hormonal panel and cholesterol and you know they they check everything from like fasting glucose to different levels of hormones in the body same thing with women it's just you know some different tests but what what you want to do um and what i do and i'm going to go over 
a bunch of the things that I take and that I think are responsible for me being a healthier middle-aged adult. So I think this goes for guys and for gals, um, irrespective of gender. And um, what I've done is every year, a couple times a year, I get complete blood panels of everything. Um, everything from thyroid panel to cholesterol panel to blood, uh, red and white blood cell counts, um, hormones. And we look at this and if there's anything that's low or high that needs to be brought in the middle and some things can be, um, normal, but they can be normal low and a Western medicine doctor wouldn't do anything about it, but a naturopath might take a look at, at something and say, well, okay, your HDL high density lipoprotein cholesterol is normal, but it's only at 40 and we want that to be 50 or 60 to be cardioprotective, um, for example. So what you would do is you would you start a course of the things that you need to do to increase your HDL, which is the cardioprotective cholesterol, um, and balance out you know triglycerides, total cholesterol, and LDL and VLDL. Um, as there are certain things that are detrimental and certain things that are you know uh, protective in the body as far as that goes. And what one of the things that I do with my naturopath, um, and I live in the Northwest, so there's not a lot of sun um, most of the year, is I get uh, colocalciferol, um, vitamin D3, and I get D3 injectable. Um, you can take uh, vitamin D, if you're deficient in vitamin D, it can cause a host of problems. If you don't get enough naturally occurring through the sun. And if you don't eat enough fatty fish with, with the amount of vitamin D that you need to get from fatty fish is a pretty big amount of fish. Most people probably wouldn't even eat that. Um, so what I do is I supplement with a few different combinations and I supplement with, a, um, different fat soluble and water soluble vitamins to keep healthy. And one of the things that I'm going to post and publish, uh, I've already done it on Instagram story, but I'm actually, I will post the results. So I've recently, uh, just to give you an example of how I've used this in my health and how I've been preventative in my care is, um, my father developed coronary artery disease in his 70s and it ended up when he was uh 71 or 72 having a double bypass um so it, obviously i have some of the you know half of his genetic pool and dna in my body so naturally i would question you know as i'm in bodybuilding as i eat shit tons of protein and haven't always in high higher amounts of fat, probably higher amounts of animal fat with the amount of protein that I have, ground beef, chicken, and what have you. you know, a lot of people say that's detrimental. So, and, and the lifestyle of being a bodybuilder um, can be hard on the body. You know, you're always trying to gain muscle or get super ripped. 
and uh, some of the supplements you take can be detrimental. Some of the things that you you know do uh, can be detrimental in, in getting ready for shows. So with with bodybuilding specifically, there have been you know a number of deaths in the in the past few years. Younger guys, older guys, Rich Piana, Dallas McCarver, um, a lot of different people. Matt Porter recently died of a heart attack about a year ago. And um, I take this into consideration because th- these are these are guys like in their 40s like me, and I'm getting in my upper 40s. So um, I have to be concerned about these things. And then, you know, getting back to my dad, my dad, you know, he did smoke for 20, 25 years. Um, and quit when I was really little, but, you know, they say the coronary artery disease builds over three to four decades. And then the reason why they call it the silent killer and why people have heart attacks and just up and die is because that arterial plaque will build either a soft or hard plaque. Some of it can break off, um, causing an impediment in the artery where your heart can't get blood and you can have a massive heart attack, uh, And, um, so this was a concern of mine, uh, because of a genetic link. And even though he developed it as he was older, and I think technically they say, well, if it wasn't before the age of 55 and guys, then you don't really have a genetic link Because you know, there's some guys like runners like Jim Fix and, um, different people that have been in great shape and have died in their twenties and thirties and forties from heart attacks, women too. So just because guys have a higher predominance of having uh, cardiovascular issues and heart attacks, that doesn't mean that women that women and females do not get it. They very much do, and they do die of heart attacks. And the genetic link runs uh, in both uh, genders. So when I looked at and I saw my dad get off the table, um, this was in 2000, early 2011. I saw him get off the table after he had his double bypass. And I've never seen somebody squirm like that in my life as they'd opened up, you know, to do a double bypass on your heart. They they open up your chest plate and he um, and <laughs> they put you on a heart and lung machine. They literally put your heart in a freaking dish. And then they, you know, they bypass the part in the artery that has the blockage and they re, I, I don't know, I guess they reburn the arteries um, without that impediment in there and out the blockage. And then they put the heart back in your body, close you up, hook everything back up, <laughs> uh, you know, and take you off the heart and lung machine and um, stabilize you and you're left with a big freaking scar and them opening up your chest plate, which doesn't look like like much fun. My dad ended up losing, God, probably 20 pounds, 25 pounds, ton of muscle. And, um, you know, he completely changed his lifestyle um, and, and reversed things. And, you know, happy to say, he is 81 years old now. Uh, he'll be, yeah, 82 next year. Wait a minute. No, he just turned 82. He'll be 83 next year. 
And um, he's healthy. And this happened in 2011. So it's been nine years. So they did a bang up job on him. But, it, you know, it, it got me to thinking and it got me to evaluate what I do and how I do it. And and I sat back and said to myself, well, shit, you know, could this be happening to me and me not know it? Um, so I went and asked for stress tests, EKG tests, and a calcium coronary score. And I'm going to post this on uh, the Physical Culture Radio uh, podcast Instagram in a post and show the results. Um, and the results that I got were I have zero risk and zero uh, arterial plaque buildup in, in all of my arteries. And I was, I was kind of, you know, it's funny cause they told you, they tell you before you take the test. Um, well they say, well, wh what are you going to do if you do have it? Because they actually don't like giving this test too much because then people stress out about it. Um, and I guess that can cause problems too. If you have like, you know, 50% blockage or, or what have you, but they can then put you on, on medications to reverse some of these things. And, you know, people talk about the, the negative thing. And I know there's natural statins and, and natural blood thinners and whatnot, but you know, Western medicine and naturopathic medicine both have pretty good, um, medications for this that, that help reverse some of these things in the body. And the point is you, whatever you, if you have, you know, any issues or not, you need to address them accordingly. And you need to know what you're facing as you get older. I feel like it's, it's my responsible responsibility as, you know, in owning businesses and being a father and being a son that to take accountability of my health and to not short shrift myself. Um, a lot of people just don't go to the doctor until something messes up and then they go, okay, well, I got to deal with this problem now. I, I don't live with that philosophy. My philosophy is I'm going to look at everything the way it is as I go along and as I age into middle age and further, um, and I'm going to fucking take care of my health so I can take care of my family and my parents and, you know, my employees and, you know, and be healthy into, into old age because, you know, you can make all the money uh, in the world, but if you don't have your health, you're fucked. And it's, it's, it's not going to, you know, Steve Jobs, Paul Allen, the list goes on and on. These guys made more money than, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars. And it just, when they lose their health and you get cancer, or you get something else, you know, it, all the money in the world can't help you if you don't have your health. So I like to look at these things. A lot of times, you know, you can find cancers in the body. You can find things at the, at, at its beginning stages if you look hard enough 
and you don't ignore any signs and symptoms that you may have. It could be as little as like headaches or gastrointestinal, you know, distress. I mean, it could be an ulcer. Guess what? It could be cancer too. So um, you want to be preventative in this and you want to tell, you know, your doctor or primary care physician uh, about how your body's doing and then test all these different things. One of the things that you want to do with um, vitamin deficiencies and one of the things, you know, uh, for example, vitamin B12 is is a big one. Um, and there are no plant products in the world that have B12. So you primarily get B12 or you you solely get B12 from animal products or if you have things that are fortified with B12. But, you know, things that are fortified like breakfast cereals and, you know, processed crap and stuff, it's not going to have high enough levels of B12 that's going to correct that deficiency in your body because you're eating things that are, you know, fortified with it. It's it it's not going to amount to a hill of beans. So that was that's one of the things. And it also gives you energy. It also um, helps a lot of different things. Uh, cobalamin is the actual name of B12, the the vitamin. Um, so, you know, to get into B vitamins a little bit, um, one of the things that B vitamins do is they help metabolize the macronutrients of your body. So protein, carbs and fats. So if you are deficient in B vitamins, you're probably not going to pr be producing red blood cells. You're probably not going to be, you know, have the energy that you should, because when you do take a B12 shot and you are deficient in B12, you're going to get a boost of energy from it. But uh, more importantly, there are specific um, B vitamins like B1 is is responsible for turning carbohydrates into energy in the body. So if you're deficient in that, uh, you're not going to be you're not going to be getting the energy that you could in the most uh, efficient manner um, in your body running optimally if you're deficient in B vitamins. B vitamins are huge, guys. So B1 and B2, B3, B5, B6, B7, B9, and B12. And a lot of times you'll see uh, concoctions made that will be called B complexes. A B complex is a bunch of these vitamins in combination that will, you know, basically be insurance for your body um, that you, if you have any deficiencies in this stuff, you, you know, you're not going to be uh, compromising how your body systems of metabolizing these macronutrients into energy in your body or uh, producing red blood cells um, work. So um, a lot of, uh, I, I, I can't stress B vitamins enough. Um, I take vitamin B12 and I do a lot of this stuff. You, you, you can get oral um vitamins. And uh, I'm going to go down the different ones that you can get orally, the different ones you can get injectable uh, and or get shots, you know, from your doctor. 
And most of the time you're going to need to see a naturopath to do this, this kind of stuff. Um, or yeah, you're going to need to go to a clinic that does IVs and this sort of thing. Um, because Western doctors aren't going to take a look at vitamin deficiencies. They're just going to say, go take some vitamins. If you're low in energy, yeah, go take a B complex or something. Um, the problem with a lot of oral vitamins is your, your gat in the small intestine, stomach and small intestine, where you do most of the digesting of the nutrients that you eat and we ingest and or supplements we take, a lot of that stuff's going to get degraded in the stomach because of bile and because of stomach acid. So by the time it gets to your small intestine is most of the things that are absorbed in the body absorb themselves through the small intestine, they're going to be completely rendered useless by the time it hits the small intestine. Now, the, the things that aren't going to be useless are things like uh, fruits and vegetables, because we start the process of breaking them down in, in the gut and in the stomach, but then they continue to get metabolized and broken down and absorbed into the small intestine. Um, and some fiber never gets all the way broken down, goes all the way through the colon and produces, you know, um, like uh, the formation of your stool basically is 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 fibrous and insoluble fiber. And um, if 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 you become deficient in some of these things, um, I, I I feel that oral supplementation um, isn't always going to be as effective as bypassing and doing IVs and or injectable vitamins. And this is easy is getting these things from a naturopath and self-injecting, you know, IM or uh, subcutaneous shots. Uh, if you're scared of that, then you go into the naturopath first and have him or her teach you how to do this. And this is just me and my philosophy and what I do and to preemptively, you know, have that preventative thing that I standpoint that I live by, um, because I don't want to be facing anything when I'm 60 and 70 and 80 years old that's going to detract from my lifestyle and detract from uh, all the activities that I want to do uh, as I get older, enjoying my kids and, you know, whatnot. So vitamin D is big. Vitamin D is going to help with the immunity of your body. It's a fat-soluble vitamin. Most people are going to be a little deficient in it. And to, uh, you can't, vitamin D is absorbed orally, uh, as well as injectable. So you can take 1000 milligrams of vitamin D two to 3000 milligrams of vitamin D a day and have it like a daily thing. And you'll build up over a couple months, uh, where your vitamin D needs to be in the body. Um, and higher levels of it. And you can test for colocalociferol, vitamin D, OH, 25-OH vitamin D is what the actual lab is called. And you can test this. And you want it to be, you know, in the 40s or 50s. You don't want it to be super low, like in the teens or single digits, because then you can start getting signs and symptoms of vitamin D deficiency.
which you don't want. So vitamin D is big. Um, and I also take lipotropic uh, combinations, uh, lipotropic injections. So this are um, basically these are vitamins that um, affect fat metabolism in the body. So it's going to help you metabolize fat uh, more efficiently. Um, the MIC combo and L-carnitine are kind of primary ones. B12 also is also going to help with this. But the MIC combo is methionine, inositol, and choline. And this combination has been shown. You can take like one of these a week, a couple, t a couple of them a week if you want. Um, and that's going to be shown to positively be able to um, burn fat in the body uh, along with exercise and proper diet. So, you know, you can't just take these things and eat like an asshole and hope to lose fat, although it probably will still help a little bit um, and help you from storing as many things as fat. But when in conjunction with, you know, uh, an exercise regimen and a proper diet, these things will will help you to lose extra body fat and get in better shape if that's the sort of thing you're after. So mic combo and L-carnitine, L-carnitine burns fat like crazy. And and then the B12, obviously the cobalamin. Um, a lot of these, I vitamin D, I, I would say, you know, is probably pretty well tolerated and absorbed through the body. Um, whenever you take vitamin D, if you are taking it orally, you need to take it with fat is fat solubility and being fat soluble means you need to take it with fat and able to, in order to be able to absorb it properly. The water-based um, vitamins, uh, like vitamin C and a lot of the electrolytes and, and the B vitamins are all water soluble. ADK and AED and K are the fat soluble ones. Everything else is water soluble. So when you take any of those uh, fat soluble ones, A, E, D, and K, you need to take it with, you know, olive oil or a nut butter or even some meat that has fat in it. Um, and most meats are going to have a little bit of fat in it. Even even lean cuts of fish have a little bit. Salmon has a you know higher amount of fat. Um, you got to be careful with certain kinds of fish is, you know, you can be heavy metal toxins can be a concern these days with the, how polluted some of the waters are. Um, the next thing I, I take as a line of defense, um, for myself and is known as the man master antioxidant in the body is something called glutathione. Glutathione is, um, it, it, it helps your body do a number of different things. Uh, it helps, you know, your DNA express the genes in your body. It fortifies natural T fighters and it also, um, helps fight off toxins that can damage your DNA and toxins that we take in environmentally or, you know, through our foods. 
um, and or substances like if you smoke or drink or take certain drugs or take you know prescription drugs, these can all cause uh, damage in your body. So what glutathione does is it protects against these toxins and the damage that they do um, and, and, and produces more natural T-fighters in the body. A lot of companies out there have oral um, glutathione preparations. The problem, like a lot of people say, you know, N-acetylcysteine, NAC, uh, will raise up glutathione levels and then um, glutathione itself. The problem is this one's going to get degraded really fast in that in your stomach, um, as some of the other ones will also. So your best line of defense with this is it comes in big 30 ml bottles and you take one ml uh, a couple times a week and there are 200 milligrams of glutathione per ml and you take this intramuscularly and it's going to help you recover um, from workouts. It's going to help you um, fight you know, the toxins that damage your body. Uh, and, um, this, so the B vitamins, the MIC, the L-carnitine, glutathione, vitamin D are some of the basics of these vitamins that you want to take. And also you want to test. Um, another thing I want to get into is electrolytes. And in talking about electrolytes, you've got magnesium, potassium, and sodium. So magnet, you know, everybody knows like you cramp up if you're really low in sodium and potassium. If your potassium levels get really low, that's when people get cramps when they're exercising or if they're, um, so it can be, you know, being dehydrated, um, to a certain extent, but if you're usually, if you're dehydrated, it's cause you're sweating and, or not drinking enough liquids. But if you don't have enough antioxidants or excuse me, if you don't have, uh, enough electrolytes in your body, Again, these 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 systems in your body, the digestion, how you metabolize things, how your cells function, how your muscles contract are all controlled by that sodium potassium pump and the magnesium levels in your body. Your muscles to contract need electrolytes. So when you're deficient in electrolytes, your muscles don't contract properly causing cramps, causing issues. What they found in a lot of people that have heart attacks and um, problems with their heart is magnesium is one of the things that you can become deficient in. If you're deficient in magnesium, you are not going to be able to get the proper contractions and muscle functioning in your body. If you're deficient in that electrolyte, that can manifest itself in an irregular heartbeat or different things because it just doesn't have the raw nutrients that your body needs to be able to stabilize those. And that can be part and parcel. I'm not going to say, you know, and, and I'm not a doctor, uh, but I know and I've, you know, I've studied with doctors. I've worked with doctors uh, in a close capacity. Um in jobs. And I've actually worked for a company that was headed 
by a naturopathic doctor and we made supplements and I formulated some supplements. So I've done a lot of research when it comes to naturopathic supplements and vitamins and minerals and the protocols and the therapies that they do. So I know a lot of this stuff firsthand from naturopaths myself. I'm not just reading and regurgitating this stuff. I've actually learned it from people that have gone to the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine, Bastier, which which is a local one here in the Seattle area, um, which is kind of known as the Harvard of naturopathic schools. So, you know, a lot of this stuff is progressive and um, it, it's, you know, a lot of people feel in a lot of Western doctors that just aren't well versed in this stuff are, are going to be, uh, have a negative viewpoint of it or think that it's not, you know, needed or essential that you can get all these things through diet. Well, what if your diet's not always on point? What if you eat a lot of processed foods? What if you ingest too many toxins? What if you have a genetic predisposition to some of these things that can be snippets on your DNA that can cause disease and B vitamins or the lack of B vitamins can express those negative things in your genes and DNA? The first line of defense is not being deficient in any of that stuff. So your body metabolisms and your body uh, systems all work optimally and efficiently. So again, it's, it's, it's just the preventative standpoint and it's my philosophy. And I think you should follow it too. If you have any questions on any of this stuff, hit me up through uh, Instagram on Physical Culture Radio or at Coach Greg Jones. I'd love to give you guys some resources and give you guys any uh, additional knowledge you may need specific to what you do, specific to your needs. And I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Physical Culture Radio. Tune in next week and uh, we'll have more stuff for you. Thanks, guys.